Hey folks, Rich Hoppy here from the Bill and Rich Oddcast broadcast. We want to thank you for tuning in. This is episode number five, and we are still in season number one. Take a listen as we talk a little bit about some double decades, a little bit of X Games up in Minnesota, a little bit of Arizona and some Flatland, also some Fort Wayne, Indiana fundraising for a skate park. Don't forget to find us on iTunes and Google Play. Hit that subscribe button. We're coming to you live right now. Once again, everyone, this is Bill, for real. And this is Rich, right here as well. And this is the Bill and Rich Oddcast broadcast, broadcast. coming to you live from my garage today. Uh, it is currently October 13th. Everything feels fine. Rich, how you doing today? Good. It's a Thursday. Uh, woke up, had some BMX for breakfast today. That was great. We did a school assembly today, Bill and I together. Out there on the old dance floor in front of a whole elementary school down in Kentucky. That was really fun today. You uh, hit every one of your tricks during the show today, which is pretty impressive. And I was pretty impressed. Spider-Man. And a Spider-Man. The kids love the Spider-Man, guys. If you can throw a Spider-Man in the show, for some reason, that's a trick they always ask me. They're like, can you do that thing where you walk on the wall? Like, kids always ask, can you walk on the wall? And for some reason today, right before Rich was going to do that trick, I said, hey, man, hold off that. Hold off on that trick. I said, well, just wait. Save that trick for the second half of the show. So halfway through the show, we do the most interesting question segment. And this little girl asks, if you can walk on the wall <laughs> yeah. on your bike. And I looked at Rich and just laughed because I just told him to hold off on that trick. She asked, and I told her what happened, and everybody cracked up. So yeah. Rich did the Spider-Man today, guys, and it was pretty impressive. He was sliding all over the wall, though. It was so slippery. Oh yeah. But he, he pulled it off, man, and he was vertical. It was pretty, uh, it was pretty rad. Worked out. Worked out well. It was did, fun. Kids did, enjoyed it. Did you get a head rush from that one? I got a head rush. I actually kicked that... Uh, <laughs> the fire? The fire The fire light there. The yeah. fire alarm? Yeah, it was like a strobe light. I he was it. so far up on the wall, you guys, with his feet uh, and his handstand <laughs> that he kicked the fire alarm that's on the wall in yeah, the gym. Back brakes only on a, on a nice, uh, freshly sliced and diced uh, gym floor that was just waxed. That was pretty impressive. So that was a great show. Rich finished it off jumping over the uh, gym teacher. Mr. Arnold. Yep. We're going to have a nice shot of that. You guys will enjoy that. That'll probably be the uh, cover photo for this episode, which happens to be season one, episode number five. Five. All, all right, five. guys. This is only 20 minutes long. We keep it short. The Bill and Rich Oddcast broadcast is all about ADD. It's B-R-O-A-D-D, Bill Rich Odd, A-D-D cast, where anything's possible. But what we're going to talk about today is a lot of things that are BMX related, because that's what we do for a living. This is our love, our life, our passion. It's coming to you right now. It's coming to you from us, from within, from everywhere we've been. And tonight, today, wherever you are, wherever you may be, we're going to tell you what's happened in the last probably month, a month and a half since that's right. episode number four. That's right. We kind of talked about uh, a little bit. Actually, I want to bring this one back up, Bill. We talked a little bit briefly about your little escapade doing double decades throughout your birth month of September. Um, I believe we we're at maybe at number 15 or 16. We did the episode from my house. Uh, I believe you, yeah, you're definitely, because we did a school show the next day and then you're out. Uh, to Michigan, but yes. So since that point in time, you've since completed your double decade challenge. So what? How how, how was the? Uh, you know, now we're you're you know a couple weeks past it, three weeks past it now. A, how does your body feel? B, how do you feel for being able to complete a goal like that? And C, how do you think it's changed other people's lives? 
Wow. Booyah. I'm still beat up. I'm still sore. I'm still in a, yeah, it's a feeling of kind of euphoria, really. I mean, when I started that, it was just, I wanted to do 22 days of double decades. It was just a kind of a, this is my goal for the month, you know, and it, and it just happened early in the morning. I'll talk more about that later on in a full-blown story, but that took off and <clears throat> I did one hard decade on the first day and then I thought, well, I'll do something different tomorrow and then maybe I'll do something different the next day and just maybe kind of change it up. But I had no idea at that point that I was going to make it a goal to do that many double decades, like different double decades. So as it went on, I just kept coming up with new decades, new different doubles. And I kept doing that and then creating more and inventing more and doing things that nobody had ever done before in those. And by the time I got to day 22, man, it was just, I'd had so many slams, so many crashes. I don't know if I had some broken ribs or torn muscles from my ribs and my back, but every time I tried to breathe, it felt like I had lost every bit of ability to breathe. My lungs, like, my left lung would, like, collapse or whatever, but it hurt so bad. Battling the rain, the pain, all that stuff throughout it, it was well worth it. As you know, yeah. I spent quite a bit of time on your ramp doing a couple of different doubles, which were two of the hardest that I might not ever do again just because they killed me. Right. But I got him. I got him. Yeah. Hey, and I want you guys to all know that when you watch those double decades, they're on Facebook. We're also going to put them on YouTube. Um, just know this. Most of those, that's that's three weeks and one day of double decades, different double decades, except for the last day. It was a, just an original. I did that on day three. But it was only because I tried so hard. I slammed so hard. And I could barely breathe. So I knocked out a regular double that night. And it took everything to do that. Matt Lau was there filming. And he thought I was going to cry. I thought I was going to cry. It, it hurt that bad. So I gave everything I had. I did one more on the 23rd just because I wanted to, man. I knew I was going to take a break after that. And uh, so it, it was well worth it. I know it inspired a lot of people. That was something I had no idea what that was going to happen. I really didn't have any idea how much this was going to reinvigorate a lot of people to get up and ride again or try something new or challenge themselves to do something new. And then... It actually turned into something even better than that, which Brett Downs, I mean, I got to talk about it, man. It's Brett yeah. Downs. I guess I inspired him from going back to your jam when I did that double decade first trick out of the truck that morning. That was a challenge, and I did that. We talked about it. But it inspired him from what I had done with these double decades to have Worldwide Double Decade Day on 1010 of this month here, you know, which just three sense. days ago. So For those who don't know, 10 years is a decade. Yes, 10 years is a decade. Uh, so, you know, every time we see the number 10, that represents a decade to us in the BMX world doing the decade. Uh, so anyway, 10-10, that's two decades, double decade. So 10-10 from now on is double decade day every year, October 10th. And so that was kind of inspired by Brett and myself, you know, and what we did and all that. And, you know, all the guys out there doing double decades for that matter. But my whole point is I, I had no idea that it was going to inspire that many people you know, right. from what I was doing. And, and I think a lot of people could see it in, you know, my face when I would hit one of those brand new doubles. Most of those were for the first time, like I was saying. So all that feeling, that energy, that just surprise, even in, in me when I hit it and I went back to the camera, that was, that was me. That was pure, man. That was, that, that wasn't fake, man. That was the very right. first time on a lot of those that you guys got to witness that, you know, I try to tell people that feeling that I get for the very first time and I hit a trick, you guys get to feel that in that video, in all of that video. So there's a full 22-day edit that Steve Mulder put together. Thanks a lot, Mulder. I appreciate that. Also, thanks to Kip Williamson on helping him out with that, man, giving him some key tips. Josh. And Josh Haas for the music. and the, uh, Yeah, man. And uh, 
So it, it was pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, Egbert was on there, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll put a link to that as well. Uh, we've got quite a bit of media we're going to attach to this post, which is good. That means we've been busy. Yeah, having fun out there. Yeah, uh, I want to quickly also hit. We had a fundraiser for the Fort Wayne Indoor. We talked about episode number four. Yep. Um, we it actually did decently on the fundraiser. Uh, we went out a couple weeks prior to and raised quite a bit of money in the form of donations and and uh, sponsorships on some level. So the day of though, unfortunately, absolutely rained on everything and uh, didn't quite turn out the way we wanted it to. We almost. Uh, broke even day of but uh, overall we raised roughly about four thousand dollars to help uh, persuade some bills there at the skate park uh, in the better direction so yeah it is what it is sometimes you plan something and it totally rains out on you hey yeah every we all showed up to try to uh, you know go out and ride the ramps were set up the park the guys were all out blowing you know the concrete park off getting everything dried out the skaters were skating in there and leaf blowers going yeah everybody was helping out tents were set up uh, everybody's having a great time the djs were there they were mixing it up all day long food trucks um so some of the guys you know hannah and the girl they you know they were riding a little bit it was kind of wet so they were kind of holding back a little because it was pretty slippery michael teal crashed yeah michael teal crashed and uh but either way in the end they kind of got to ride around a little bit. Some people got to see them kind of roll around at yeah. least and, you know, roll over a ramp, get, not necessarily uh, jump. But they got the contest in in the skate yeah. park for the skaters. We did get uh, and that was the pretty prelims important. at least. Right, we're getting ready to do finals. It started pouring. But we got prelims in. Then we ended up awarding prizes to the top three. We just sent it down to the top six. Uh, we took the top six. And one, two, three, Austin Curry, Ryan Searing, and then a kid by the name of Jacob out, out there. I can't remember his last name, but they, they all ripped it. Austin Curry actually got a $300 check. We had these big checks printed out. Uh, if you check the Fort Wayne Doors website or Facebook right now or Instagram, you can see the copy of the guys that uh, won the skate contest. They all had a blast and literally had about a half an hour worth of dry weather the whole day to uh, pull off as much as we did. So thanks a ton to all the sponsors and everyone who helped come out and uh, sit out the rain with us that day. Honestly, uh, you all know who you are, so thank you so much for the support in any way, shape, or form we can get it. So next year we're gonna to try to plan to maybe do it at Headwaters Park. We have an awning, so if it does shit on our parade, I hope not. We'll have something to uh, cover out, covered up. So hey, you guys need to take those. Life. You need to take those big checks to the big check department to cash them. I told them to get me a picture. <laughs> <laughs> so Bill, um, you were recently. Up in Minnesota, I believe. Yes. At a gigantic football stadium with a bunch of rad dudes and a yep. bunch of big Goliath dudes with purple pants on. Man, I'm, I, I tell people all the time, opportunity is always right there around the corner. Opportunity knocks, things like that. In my case, I'm always waiting for my phone to ring because every time my phone rings, there's opportunity right there. So here's the thing. At the end of that 22 days of double decades, <laughs> my 46th birthday was on that. Uh, we had shows the next day. I had a blast doing that. Um and I knew after that was over, I wanted to take a break for at least a week. Well, within like a day of getting back to Indianapolis from doing shows, I get a phone call and I get asked to go and do shows at Monday Night Football up in Minneapolis, Vikings versus the Giants. And right. this was two Mondays ago. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, of course I accepted, man. I, why not? You know, I wanna, it's Monday Night Football. And it's a brand new stadium, U.S. Bank Stadium. Incredible stadium. The architecture there is beautiful. One of the... Best. I mean, we got a great stadium here in Indianapolis at Lucas Oil, but that place is pretty rad. Anyway, got to go up there, got to ride and do a show with uh, Chad DeGroote and uh, Dane Beardsley. We were out on this concourse. It was pretty incredible. Parties going on. I mean, 
tens of thousands of people everywhere. I had a full-blown DJ. Got to do three shows in front of all these people. Uh, I knocked out two double decades, both on the first attempt, one in between shows. And Dane Beardsley called me out. He goes, dude, he goes, Bill, you're going to do three shows and not one double decade in any of them. So I'm the last rider to go, and I knock out a double decade right there in front of him. It was so rad, man. Nice. It felt so great. Then we went inside. He had eight jumpers in there. And Micah Kranz, dude, he's in there with his uh, little golf cart set up. He drives out there. He runs it onto the field. He gets everything set up. He's jacking the all the stuff up and down and everything. And they just start blasting. And uh, Daniel Dares is there. He's anchoring it, man. So these guys are all killing it, dude, during this halftime show. I mean, oh, they're banging. Sure. And here's the thing, guys. The reason that we were there is to promote the X Games. They're going to be in Minneapolis in 2017 and 18. At U.S. Bank Stadium. That's where the X Games are going down. So that's information for you guys coming up in the near future. If you don't know that yet, yep. that's what's going on. X Games, great Minneapolis, 17 and 18. So we were there promoting that. So it was a great thing, man. It was a great event. It was a blast. After that, I flew back to Indy because I got a contest coming up. My bike doesn't show up. So it shows up a day later. I get on a plane the day after that and fly out to uh, Tucson. Arizona for the Tangent Jam, right? Yeah, Tangent Jam. Guys, this is a great time. At uh, Premise Park out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whose Heck park yeah. is that? Well, the there's a lot of locals out there. I can't think of the guy's name. He, uh, I did some work with him uh-huh. in the kitchen. Uh, the Parazas, they they actually, you know, they're, they're patrons out there. Can't yeah. remember, I can't remember the name of the owner. Those dudes are right. They jam, uh, man. Yeah, the Peraza whole family's out there. Kevin and Victor are the two young ones out there terrorizing right now. Their dad was a racer back in the day. Uh, I believe the whole family rides, I'm sure, but I'm sure they heard their mom rages and every everybody in their whole family, I'm sure, rages. Fun park, park, man. Everybody there was super cool, guys. Uh, if you're out in Tucson, Arizona, get out there. Check out Premises Park. It's pretty rad. Uh, when it comes to it, the, the, the Tangent Jam was incredible. Yeah. Um, I heard hear, about let's this. Let's hear a little bit about that. All right. This was on the radar, man, a long time ago, even before the dude that ran this knew I was even coming. As soon as I heard about it, that was one of my goals to hit as many contests as year I could. So that was on it. Leland Lavender put this thing on, and it was a blast. So many people came together to help out, and, and, and so many riders around there. Are so these guys all ride together, man, and it's like it's just a good feeling, a good vibe from everybody. Everybody's having so much fun, but either way, do put on a great contest there at the park. Uh, I got to thank Jimmy Sanchez for letting me stay there at his place, man, crashing at his crib, and also coming to pick me up in the middle of the night at the airport. The dude doesn't live anywhere near there. He's like I don't know, half hour, forty minutes away from the park. So uh, either way, man, I appreciate you coming out there, Jimmy, and picking me up. Yeah, let Jimmy, me, let me stay at your place, man. Great. Great hospitality, dude. You know, you guys, anytime you're here in town, you got a place to stay. But uh, as far as the contest went, man, my class, I won that. So still on that roll of victories. Uh, I definitely got to tell you guys. Killing the game. uh, Killing the game. Dude is like completely unstoppable. They're going to like make him go down, call him a sandbagger here pretty soon if he doesn't enter pro. (laughs) Just an FYI. (laughs) Anyways, Bill, continue. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, I wanted to tell you guys the, uh, <laughs> I want to run down that list, man, of the, uh, yeah, uh, here we go, of the, the uh, uh, competitors and how they uh, how they finished off real quick right here. Out in Tucson, okay, good. <laughs> All right, here's a novice class from first to sixth place. You got Jimmy, or Johnny Filth, Jimmy Sanchez, Leland Lavender, Ken Kitley, Uriah Sanchez, that's uh, Jimmy's son, and Coda McGraw, that's James McGraw's little son. So they're in there competing, man, these two little kids, it was rad, they're on like, a 12-inch and a 16-inch bike doing tricks. Sick. Expert class taking the victory, Frank Weese. Uh, and this is first through eighth here, guys. 
And we've got uh, Zoom Wazoo, Ed Jody, Layla Jimenez, Benedict Zartos, Ken, uh, Kevin Washington, Leslie Hall, and Harv Hill. And then the old school class, got me in first, Gary Knecht in uh, second, Jody Settles, Gary Lee Clark, and Sean Porter. And then in pro class, taking the victory, James McGraw, Austin Liberta, Bo Wade, Brian Huffman, Brian Gavigan, you know yellow, Todd Carter, and Ryan Russell. And then uh, they had a couple of uh, extra competitions that they did, the Equation Rider, which whatever that, I don't know what that means, but it's something, man, that they probably know what it means. Uh, Lalo Jimenez took that, and then uh, Best Trick, Austin Liberta. He took that uh, that trophy, which is a pretty cool thing. There's sprockets on chains. It was pretty rad. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, I saw those trophies. They looked real good. Hey, and you know what's cool is? Um, uh, radio silence? <laughs> no, no radio silence. Leland, <laughs> I was, I mean, Leland, it was blowing me away, man. Leland was doing the trophies, man. He did all the artwork on those trophies. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, no radio silence or anything Sweet. like that. But, uh, yeah, he did all the artwork on that. It was pretty cool. So, fun time, man. We had a great time left there, and, uh, you know, it was a blast. Yeah. Oh, I won that uh, full bike, too, that old school oh, bike. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, that, uh, it's an 87 uh, General RL. Hustler. It's hustler it looks like Pro. A, it looks like a uh, RL. It's straight up 80s, man. Osborne, like a like the an RL line RL22. Yeah. Yep, yep. It's wild. any rate, um, another thing I want to talk about real quick as it's approaching, we are in the final phases, and dates will be released here, I'm going to say, first week of November, as far as our locations for the 2017 Battle for the Midwest BMX Freestyle Contest Series. So we're down definitely right now to the first contest will be somewhere. We've got Ohio, we've got Michigan, we have Indiana on tab this year for what we plan to throw down. We're newly adding... Michigan, and uh, we're looking to have the finals out there once again at Ohio Dreams where you can enjoy a week-long camp. Or, sorry, you can win a week at Ohio Dreams camp just for winning all five stops of the Battle for Midwest BMX. So that's that's on the table. Also, if you haven't, uh, if you've not been on my Instagram, it's rich.hoppy, or on my Facebook, I've been doing a new little series called 15s on the 15, and basically, we've challenged people to do this is ridiculous. 15 tricks <laughs> in a row of anything. So it started out on my on the mini ramp in my backyard. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Gerber did 15 foofanoos in a row, and then uh, we've got Rumpel at this point doing 15 Vaders in a row. And what was Rumpel's comment at the end? He was dizzy and absolutely out of control. That's uh, that's pretty crazy, man. I mean. He was just <laughs> just insane, dude. The but, amount of wackiness that goes on out there. Yeah. And even anywhere, for that matter. It's definitely endurance training when you're doing this kind of stuff, you guys. Yeah. So at any rate, we'll have the Battle for Midwest uh, calendar out shortly. Uh, we're looking to gain some sponsors as well for that. So we're looking forward to another good year and uh, a good time with all the area amateurs. Sponsor, sponsor, um, sponsor. Yeah. So I want to go out... I'm just going to step into our PSA realm right now. We're about at that time right now. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. And, uh, you know, one thing I want to say is maybe know your own boundaries. Know where you come from. Know where you're going. Um, I talked to two people in this past week that uh, has lives have changed due to uh, circumstances, maybe out of their hands, maybe not. Helmets, things of that nature. Vince Potter, homie. 
chilling around and uh, Mr. Brett Benesay, which are those two guys. So stay positive. These dudes rule. If you see them, high five them, give them a call, tell them you know they're still there. That's right, man. And uh, you know, keep it real with them. Yes. And uh, everybody else, keep it real out there. Keep your helmets on. Keep reaching for the sky. Keep doing something fun. Do what you do. Bill, what you got? Hey, I've got it all. And uh, I'll tell you what, you guys have got it all too. You just got to let it out. Have fun with it. Enjoy it. Like I told the kids today, what that girl asked me today, she said, what's your inspiration or whatever? I don't know. I just do this stuff for fun, you guys. Anyway, yeah. hey, we're just about out of here, man. That's all the time we got. Looking forward to episode six. Everybody, we appreciate the listen. This is Bill. And Rich. I'm out. We're out. ADD. Oh, yeah. Episode number five, officially in the books for the Bill and Rich Oddcast broadcast season number one. We want to thank everyone for giving us a listen for 20 minutes worth of nonsense. Bill Nitschke has won the overall title in the Flatland AFA Contest Old School Division. We're going to be touching base on that in episode number six. Again, ridersgotaride.com. Check us out on there, Google Play, and we'll see you next time around. Ja. Ja.